4: It's for real on the bench, coast to in the biggest way possible. Hanging out, the bad team, the broken, ate a bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad attitude, bad team, bad lie, bad do, bad bread, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City studios in the Verola Malaysia, right across the river and through the woods, from where Granny loves a little papaya punch in the afternoon in New York City, the Big Apple, Ooh, and I'm not talking about a drink. People dressed in plastic bags, directed trailers, some kind of fashion shake it up, Should you do? But all my friends who come around, fight to fight the party up. Rats on the west side, bedbugs town with a mess of, of tats and My brain splattered all over Manhattan. Should you be shaking? Who? Oh, woo woo! I think I'm out of card Song from Keith It's on a road, but I like it, like it. Yes, I do, but I like it. Yo yo! Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High, Mafia, Tie Stick, Jones, running it from Omaha, Beatville via Kansas City, Mo at LTN. How about a, a birthday roll call on a Thursday Thursday? Patrick Sertan, Jr., 22. Chase Young, 23. DJ Moore, 25. Baker Mayfield, 27. He still doesn't have a gig. I guess he uh, is with the Browns at this uh, point, but he thinks he's going to Seattle. He's not going to Seattle. They just re-signed Geno Smith. We'll get into that. Uh, Joe Hayden, 33. Max Unger, 36. Tyler Thinkman, 38. Kyle Farnsworth, 46. Carlos Perez, 51 on the 11th hole. So is Greg Zahn, Steve Avery on the 12th hole, 52. Brad Ausmus, 53. Greg Maddox, legend. Hall of Famer, 56. David Justice, 56. Stan Humphreys, 57. They love him in San Diego. And uh, Cynthia Cooper, 59. Pete Rose, badass, legend, 81. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Carver, I'll get you caught up on all the day ball. The prime minister gave you the skinny on the day games going on right now. Baker Mayfield, as I mentioned, feels 100% disrespected by the Browns, has no regrets from his time in Cleveland. He uh, did an interview. He said he uh, thought maybe the best chance would be Seattle. That's out of the picture now. They're deep. They signed Smith. They already have Locke. They have other quarterbacks. This guy is in Cleveland right now because they want to keep it that way in case anything happens to Deshaun Watson, where he would get suspended for, let's say, hypothetically six games by the league. If that were to happen, they'd go with Mayfield until they bring him back, and then they might consider getting rid of him. Looks like they're holding on to him right now, uh, whether he likes it or not. Uh, the Steelers interested in uh, the honey badger of the is right? Tyron Matthew. Sammy Watkins does a one-year deal, allegedly, today in Green Bay with the Packers. Jerry Jones says the Cowboys are interested in moving up in the draft. We got your incoming quarterback class. Uh, it's older compared to last year. USFL player salaries, forty-five grand they'll make, $4,500 a week, 10-game season. We got Coach Young on the show talking, playing games from last night. There is no hoops tonight. Tomorrow night, the elimination games to see who's the eights in the east and the west and then playoffs start saturday and sunday and there'll be basketball every night until a champion is crowned the abs route the kings last night they put a nine spot on them nathan mckinnon with the hattie rangers beat the flyers four to nothing god the flyers are awful we talked about it yesterday we just didn't know how bad how about four nothing stink bad Blue Jackets beat the Habs 5-1. We made uh, all kinds of money last night in the NHL, hitting all three games. We got tonight's games and playoff matchups if the season ended today. And we'll talk about Friday's games in the NHL. Big games all weekend long on the ice. We welcome out of our radio affiliate, Sirius XM, Mightier 1090, ESPN Radio in San Diego. Near to I want do you wanna Sports Map Radio Network in Houston. Sports byline USA in the city by the bay. Deepak holding it down for us in SF. Uh, we've got uh, the heritage update. Carver High gambling heavily on golf per usual. It's just another day at the office. Morgan Hoffman. How about the story of this guy eating mushrooms? Now he's back on tour. Your boy loves to get the trip going, and I'm not talking about around the links. I'm talking about living in the jungle, eating plants, eating grapes, eating mushrooms, tripping, finding himself. Sounds awesome, actually. Mavi, can you look into that if I could maybe get a... Yeah. Talk about it later. All right. Uh, Bubba Watson, among those, expected to join the Cash Flow League. That's the Saudi League. Phil Mickelson has filed to enter the U.S. Open. He's finished second six times. Tiger Woods commits to a pro am in Ireland to run up to the British Open, uh, which is always awesome. Blue Jays beat the Yankees six-four. Vladdy Jr. blasts three home runs last night. Wait till you hear the call of one of them uh, by uh, John Sterling. Oh my God! I got the uh, the topper today. <laughs> I get the best one that he's ever called you name it we'll go through all the baseball we got Craig Council on the show today Tim Anderson on the show today Uh, how about a D-backs walk off look Garrett Blunt, O.G. on coast to coast today unbelievable and we'll talk about Clayton Kershaw that perfect game he had going and they pulled him we'll break down all of today's baseball today in sports history we got Adam Kaplan on the show as well We'll talk about the play-in games from last night. The Pelicans beat the Spurs. The Hawks kicked ass. They took the Hornets out of the scene. That's a done deal. Uh, We got a little Nick Saban news for you today. It's coast to coast. Go with us. All right, all back on Coast to Coast. We bring in Carver High. Dayball A's up on the race, 6-3 in the top of the eighth. One out, nobody on. And the Mariners lead the White Sox south side of Chicago, middle of the fourth, Uh, 2-0 Mariners on the Chai Sox. And there are other games today, I might add. Uh, While we're on, I think there's a uh, Cardinal Brewer game uh, that's happening, and... uh, I think there's one other one, but it's right after we're done is yeah. the Nationals and Pirates. I could be wrong, right, Carver? Uh,
6: that's correct. We will have uh, every all of those covered later on on Coast to Coast since the Cardinals and the Brewers start just after five o'clock Eastern. Uh, so we will get a little preview and some picks for that one from you. I did want to let you know in the A's Rays game, uh, you had uh, the highlight. The Little League homer, uh, the dude on the A's hitting a single to center field, it gets past the outfielder, and round and round they go. We always love an early season Little League home run inside the Parker uh, when the guys mess up out in the outfield and they're throwing the ball all over the place.
4: I think there should be day ball every day of the season. I, I think that uh, I agree with anyone that feels uh, every day there should be uh, afternoon baseball, no matter what, seven days a week.
6: I think that we've had it so far every day since the season has started. I know that we still have a lot of teams having home openers and things like that. So once that stuff gets through, we might not have as many. But uh, tomorrow, again, we're loaded up. Plenty of afternoon games on a Friday. Uh, We will talk about those later as well. Let's get to some football news for you. Plenty of it, as always, today to start the show. Uh, Baker Mayfield running around and doing interviews, Scotty, uh, feels disrespected, 100% disrespected by the Browns. They told him they weren't going to trade for Watson. They lied to him. He has no regrets about his time in Cleveland. He uh, thinks that the Seahawks might be a good option for him. That might change with them re-signing Smith. But Baker Mayfield, Scotty, letting everybody know how he feels.
4: Look, uh, you know, there's a few things here. One, I don't think he was the worst quarterback I ever saw. Uh, You know, he took him to the playoffs. He won a playoff game in Pittsburgh. Uh, Then he went to uh, Arrowhead and gave the Chiefs some problems, right? Like, so I actually thought uh, he had his moments. I think uh, last season uh, he was uh, fooling himself, thinking that he could play uh, with a uh, torn labrum uh, on his non-throwing shoulder. He couldn't take a hit. Every time the guy got hit, he was in agony, uh, laying in a lump on the field. And I think it uh, ruined his season, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, You know, I think he was 29 and 30 there. Uh, I think he got carried away with all the fame and, you know, endorsements and commercials and popularity. Everybody thought he was cute and funny doing uh, progressive ads or whatever, and The reality is now, I think I nailed it. I think this guy is uh, the Browns' property based on uh, they need him in case uh, Deshaun Watson gets suspended. And if he does, they'll start him again uh, for that entire period of time, and then they'll go with Watson from that day forward when he comes out of a suspension. I don't think they're going to get rid of him, uh, let him go, and there's no jobs left. As of today, am I I correct in saying that uh, the – Final piece of the pizza was eaten today by the Seahawks when they re-signed Geno Smith. There are no other jobs in the NFL for Baker Mayfield. He is absolutely screwed. And I think he needs to, I heard today, uh, someone say uh, emphatically, and I agree with him, that he needs to shut up. He needs to shut his mouth. He talks too much. And everyone's getting a real good look at this little crybaby uh, and pointing fingers at people, blaming people, disrespected. You're not that good, bro. You're good, but you're not that good. And those are two different worlds.
6: Look, I think you're playing a very dangerous game by keeping him around uh, for training camp, start of the season. You can already tell, like you said, he talks too much. He's going to be a malcontent. Uh, there if they start camping. Deshaun Watson's there getting ready with the first team. What's he, they're not going to be able to deal with that. They already have enough problems over there. Uh, the media gets right on top of everything in Cleveland. You're not going to want to deal with a Baker Mayfield situation, him showing up to, to work every day, still being on the team. they got to get rid of him. That's not going to work out very well for him. That's why they got Brissett. He's going to go be the backup if Watson gets suspended for four games or six games or eight games. Uh, they, I don't know where he's going to go. I'm with you. All the pe- well, The pizza's been eaten. There's no more slices Why haven't they left done to take.
4: It then? Why haven't they done uh, it then? They should have done this. I guess because nobody wants him. They should have hands of him a month ago.
6: Nobody wants him, I guess. Uh, that's that's the only thing that I can think of at this point. Uh, or they're waiting for somebody to get hurt. Maybe early in camp somebody does get hurt. They tell them to stay home till then. Who knows? I don't like this one, though, with the Browns. I know we like piling on with the Browns. We like to make fun of them. Uh, the Odell Beckham Jr. knee surgery allegedly corrected... A bad procedure done by the Browns. All right, so now we're going to jump on even more. Now their doctors don't know how to repair people's knees. Like, that's where we're going to go with the Browns now here, that they had to fix things that they did wrong in Cleveland. It's too much for me.
4: Yeah, I think he just blew his knee out and uh, is having a second ACL surgery. It is what it is. I've heard all this, that he's going to be better than ever. And uh, I think after two of them, you're never uh, the same. That's all there is to it. I think his uh, career will continue and be relatively, in my view, short lived. I think he's got one or two years left with a, with a knee that has been repaired twice. Eventually, uh, he won't matter in the NFL. Uh, the NFL always moves on and keeps uh, moving on. And then guys that have uh, blown out knees, multiple knee surgeries, uh, they're left behind.
6: Uh, They certainly are. The Seahawks, as we mentioned, re-signed Geno Smith. Pete Carroll told everybody a couple weeks ago at those meetings uh, that he would potentially be the starter, although you can never believe anything that Pete Carroll says. Uh, He lies constantly. Uh, But Geno Smith is back in Seattle with the Seahawks. He'll get an opportunity to be their quarterback. Steelers, Scotty, interested in the Honey Badger. uh, If the price is right, Tyron Matthew uh, may be roaming the secondary in the Steel City.
4: I would like that. I got no problem with that. Uh, You know, everybody said he's uh, lost his step. Well, then what was the Steelers' secondary the last couple of years? How about they lost 15 steps? Uh, They were a terrible uh, secondary. uh, Bottom line, and uh, I think, you know, you get a guy like that, he's better than all of them. I think he's better than Hayden. I think Hayden was a good player. I think uh, Matthew's way better than Hayden.
6: We've been waiting for the Green Bay Packers to finally get some wide receiving options for Aaron Rodgers. And they did it today. Sammy Watkins signs a one-year deal. Could be worth up to $4 million with incentives. I mean, I guess it's good that they signed somebody. Uh, they signed somebody who's been on, like, three or four teams in the last three years and gets hurt all the time. I, I mean,
4: I guess. That's the Sure. Boring.
6: Go ahead. That's point.
4: I don't care. I don't care how many teams you played on. uh, That's business as usual in the NFL. He's a a good receiver without a doubt. His biggest problem is uh, staying on the field. He reminds me of frankly, Deshaun Jackson, who I think is a great receiver, but always had, you know, problems with his tires. The guy always had a calf, a hammy, something always. And, you know, I thought, Last year, he looked really good for the Rams. I couldn't believe they got rid of him. And then uh, what he played for the Raiders. I think Watkins is a lot like him. He really talented, really fast, can make big plays. And he plays half the games. That's a problem for me when he's (laughs) injured all the time. And I'll tell you what, uh, those little injury, nagging leg problems, calves, hammies, all that, uh, groins. Those just are worse when you play in uh, Siberia in Lambeau Field. (laughs) (laughs)
6: They certainly are. I guess the Packers will also, uh, with all these wide receivers in the draft, they will look to upgrade there. More NFL later after you talk to Coach.
4: They're definitely drafting a wide receiver in this draft.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time.
2: And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a whole
0: new jungle. This is The Lion's Share
4: brought to you by Ben mgm all right we're all back on uh coast to coast and uh, we got coach young to talk rack uh i gotta tell you uh last night the hawks blew out the hornets i was a little surprised i did lay the five five and a half whatever it was i was with you on that i got no problem there but i am sketchy on what i saw today that like I mean, 90 plus percent of the public is on them to beat the Cavaliers uh, in bets tomorrow night. I mean, I don't think they're that good. And I didn't think they had a good season. And I didn't, you know, they got no Collins on the floor. Are you buying that they're just automatic tomorrow night against Garland and, and Mobley and, and Kevin Love? I think Cleveland will be rocking for that game.
7: I think Cleveland will be rocking. I think the people are looking at what Atlanta did last year. And let's not mistake, they were impressive last night, but how bad was Charlotte's defense? I mean, it was a joke, the defense they were playing, especially in the third and fourth quarter when that game got absolutely out of that way. But if you look at it, to me, a lot of it hinges on does Jared Allen come back tomorrow? If he comes back tomorrow, he could help neutralize Capella in the paint. You move Mobley to the four spot, and now you have a really big matchup between Evan Mobley and DeAndre Hunter or Evan Mobley and Danilo Golinari. If that is what happens tomorrow, I actually am starting to like Cleveland's chances if Jared Allen can play tomorrow night. If he doesn't play, I think they're in trouble. So right now the line is based off of the fact I think Pharrell that no Jared Allen tomorrow for Cleveland?
4: Listen, uh, I don't know what the deal is uh, with Allen, to be honest with you. Yesterday, we were talking about his finger or something like this. Uh, He's got to play in that game. And I'll tell you another thing. I I think Hunter's a really good defender, but uh, Mobley's too much for him. He's too big. He's too big for Hunter. I mean, you know that. Like I told you how I roll. I got some guy uh, head underneath me. First thing I do is say, give me the pill every time down right to the met i'm going to work i'm 220 i mean business i'm not having some little dude guard that seven footer that can reach to the sky the guy can touch the top of the backboard with his hand hunter can't stop him i know he's a good defender he cannot stop that size
7: listen it's like you know when you take your kid to the roller coaster and they got the little thing like you got to be this tall to go on that ride that's going to be tomorrow <laughs> night if he's got to play against, you know, the Hunter's got to guard Evan Mobley. So if Evan Mobley has, what, three, four inches on him and he's freaky athletic, DeAndre Hunter is a fabulous defender, but it's as a wing defender. So now it's like this. Does that mean that Gallinari then guards? mobley i mean that's even bigger of a problem he can't guard him he can't he can't bro he can't guard us in the post you see what we got down there he don't want this Smoke so my point is this watch the line and see what happens if it's jared allen playing i would honestly lean more cleveland if he's not then you go with atlanta
4: well i'll tell you another thing Uh, gallinari couldn't guard my mother He's as slow as uh, drinking a bottle of wine. I mean, honestly, uh, that guy, he's a shooter, and that's it. He got nothing else. He got no game besides shooting. You know that. So uh, I got to tell you, I don't put any emphasis at all on what they did last year. What the hell does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Uh, Yesterday, and I mean, Jack, they got to play ball tomorrow night on the road in Cleveland. And you can't tell me that Love isn't going to have a game in Cleveland because he didn't do anything uh, the other night in Brooklyn. I say Kevin Love goes off in that game.
7: You can see it as a stretch four, especially if you have something where he can stretch out the defense mobly down low. You can actually inter- tr- interchange him and put Love on the block if he's got someone small on him like DeAndre Hunter. So I expect him to go at DeAndre Hunter if he is the four playing that inside-out basketball. But Kevin Love should have a good game. I think Garland bounces back. He gets more guys involved, and I think they could have enough. And you're right, Cleveland's going to be rocking tomorrow night because they haven't done squats since LeBron left. This is their chance, and it would be a nice moment for them to get that win. I just think people are giving, like you said, too much credit to last year and what the Hawks did. They are an absolutely abysmal team on the road so they'll struggle they're six and 15 against to spread the last 21 road games and their favorite folks that to tell you something right away
4: i gotta tell you like uh you are who you are they did not have a good season they were in that 9 10 game for a reason because they were nothing compared to the team that made it to the eastern conference finals that obviously took a toll on them And then they gave uh, Collins that bag of money. He's not even playing. Uh, I just don't think they're that good of a basketball team, to be honest with you. To me, this is an average team going on the road in a hostile environment. And I mean, rowdy, drunk, Friday night in Cleveland. And Garland and Love, in my opinion, and Mobley, the three of them, I, I don't care what anybody says. No guy three, four inches shorter than me stopping nothing. I mean, I played some guy last night. He was four inches shorter than me. I put 15 buckets in his face, and I called him a couple names, and I cussed at him once, and then I told him if he wanted a piece, I'd beat his ass. I don't have any four-inch shorter guys giving me anything ever, never. And if there is, I hurt him. You want to come in and get all, you think you're going to come in here? I'll give you something to think about. I even told my teammate, I go, I'll break his effing nose. He comes in here one more time, I'm going to break his nose. That's what's going to happen. There's no way that Hunter can stop that kid. I'm telling you, he's going to have 25 points and seven dunks, and that'll be it. No little man stopping him. Let's talk about C.J. McCollum and Ingram. You get those two on the floor together, coach, they can score with the best of anybody. And all I know is, seeing Ingram out there last night, the minute I saw him chalk up that facialitis dunk right down the lane, I knew that game was over.
7: Listen, and, and there's a couple of things that happened really quick. Number one, San Antonio was in trouble at the bat. DeJounte Murray, Jack, Jacopoto, both got two fouls in the first four to four and a half minutes. That put them behind the eight ball. I mean, they had to rely on Zach Collins to keep them in the game. Let's talk about that. So, and then what happened was, is Brandon got going early, and then here comes, you know, McCollum going absolutely nuclear. Then you got to talk about the fact of what you get at Valentinus The three of them combined for 81 points. That's a ton of points. And now it sets up a really interesting game with the Clippers. And I've been one that's just been saying the Clippers are going to make it. The Clippers are going to get for Pharrell, I don't know. I mean, the way that these two cats can play with Valentinus and they got guys like Jackson Apes that do the dirty work, Herbert Jones is dirty work. You know, you got guys off the bench, Deontay, Graham coming off the bench, even Larry Nance Jr. giving him a couple of minutes. You can't sleep on the fact that they could go to L.A. Pharrell and get the job done, especially if C.J. and Brandon put on an offensive performance like they did last night.
4: Well, I thought Ingram was the difference. I know everybody uh, talked about McCollum's 32, but I thought Ingram's 27 and Valanchunas' double-double was the difference for me. Uh, I thought uh, the Spurs did a horrible job defensively on McCollum. It was, uh, I mean, uh, I got a guy I play with that uh, when he has a mismatch that bad where no one's guarding him and this guy can shoot 90% from outside, this guy's a a, a ringer three-ball guy, and he calls it fresh meat. You don't want to guard me. Uh, you are fresh meat. Don't guard me. I will hit 15 threes in the game. That's what I saw last night. They didn't defend McCollum at all. It was like the guy was uh, walking through the park shooting free throws in his sleep.
7: Well, I think part of it honestly was, is the fact that Murray got two fouls early in the game and he became extremely passive because he was worried about foul trouble. And that's what happens. And no offense, Trey Jones can't check CJ McCollum. Like, are you serious with that? So it's definitely something where the tone was set early, but you're right. People keep talking about CJ McCollum. Brandon Ingram came out like a dude possessed. You know what he's like, bro? And not, he doesn't shoot it like that. He's like a younger version of the Slim Reaper. He's so long. Yeah. And he's got that high release. You can't block and affect him. And if he decides, yo, I'm not playing around with you tonight. I'm getting to my spot, mid-range game, 17-foot J in your face all night long. And that's what he did. And then you get Balanchunas getting busy. Watch that matchup tomorrow night. Big one. in versus Ivanka Zubac. Valanchunas has some really good numbers versus Zubak. If he goes to work early in the low post, that's going to create a lot of nightmares because I don't think anybody, no offense, Marcus Morris Sr. ain't slowing down Brandon Ingram tomorrow night if he wants the ball.
4: Fair enough. I think Ingram and McCollum will get theirs tomorrow night. I don't think, uh, personally, Valanciunas is going to have a huge night against Zubats. I think that'll be uh, even money right there. Those two are going to go at it. I don't think either one of them is going to have an enormous night. It's mano a mano. It's going to come down to uh, what is Paul George going to be able to do and Reggie Jackson compared to CJ and and B.I.? And I think it's going to be a great game i actually think it's going to be hard to beat the clippers in los angeles tomorrow night i think the clippers are going to win that game
7: they're going to have to outscore them the pelicans but here's the number here's the thing to watch the way that the pelicans play their coverage, they play drop coverage on pick and rolls that's going to mean that coming off the screen reggie jackson and pg-13 are going to be wide open Look for them to go off early. We'll probably talk about their props tomorrow our scoring because they're going to score a boatload off of that pick-and-roll offense.
4: All right, get a bunch of uh, Scooby snacks ready. The Lions share tomorrow. We'll get you jacked up for the two eight games uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Should be awesome. And then Saturday and Sunday is going to be thick as well.
2: Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
4: There was a lot of controversy in that uh, basketball game last night with the Hornets when uh, Bridges left the floor and would throw his mouthpiece at a fan and then actually pluck a young lady uh, with the mouthpiece with his action all over it uh, as it hit her uh, i don't know if you noticed or not but when they showed it over and over and over the more they showed it the slower they uh brought it down uh on the camera you could actually see right on the mouthpiece at sports grid and at sports grid tv uh emblazoned on the mouthpiece i mean rebecca harrelson has really outdone herself here to be able to have that kind that keen sense of when it would happen, that it actually would happen, you would have thought she paid off Bridges to throw the mouthpiece and then to see it twirling through the air in, in HD super slow mo. I mean, 5G even, just to see at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid T. I was like, they don't pay that girl enough, honestly, at Sports Grid. Something's going on there. She's brilliant.
6: Certainly is. Uh, the innovative ways to get the word out there continue to grow day by day here at The Grid. Uh, Let's finish up the NFL now, Scotty. Uh, Jerry Jones uh, came out of the bunker, says the Cowboys are interested in moving up in the NFL draft. Well, who isn't, Jerry? Uh, Jerry looking to move up and probably draft another wide receiver. Uh, He's just going to keep piling up. Uh, wide receivers down there in Dallas. Uh, that's usually Jerry's plan. He never, I think a, a better,
4: to to well, more. first of all, the, the Cowboys, uh, if they're not in the news every day, uh, something's wrong with the world. I, they, they just, oh, we right. have to talk about the Cowboys every day of the year. Secondly, uh, I think Emmett Smith summed it up best. Uh, he essentially said, uh, when you're uh, like, you know, as inconsistent as a organization, front office and field as they are, you don't win world championships. Like they won uh, it when he right. was there with, you know, when they had everything in order, when they had the house in order and when, you know, Jerry wasn't 105 and crazy and, and absolutely crazy when everything was, you know, when he was in his prime years as an owner and, and on top of his game, they were winning Super Bowls and, and when they had the right coach uh, and the right players and the right quarterback and they have never had that since. I know they think that they have. They gave all that money to Dak Prescott. Let me just tell you something. He is no Troy Aikman.
6: What a shame uh, that they haven't been able to get anything done over the last 30 years. What a shame. Uh, The NFL draft is two weeks from today, Scotty. That is right. Uh, In two weeks' time, you will be in Sin City, the Mecca, the Hub, downtown Las Vegas, baby, uh, for the NFL draft. Uh, A lot has been made of the quarterbacks, as always, And this year, Scotty, they trend a little bit to the older side. People are starting to make a big deal out of this. Don't really have too many guys who are coming out after their sophomore year. Willis, 23. Pickett, 24. Ritter and Corral, 23. Carson Strong, my guy, 22. Uh, Sam Howell, Bailey Zappi. Look out for him, 23. An older crew of quarterbacks coming into the draft.
4: You know, I'm really not that uh, worried about any of this. I know that, you know, they talk about hand size and how old they are. And this guy's too old and all this other nonsense. Listen, if you can get 10 years out of a drafted quarterback, uh, I think it's a miracle. Right. And then, uh, I mean, look at Baker Mayfield. Right. Was he not the Heisman winner? Did he not uh, go in the draft? And look at him now. What? Five years later, nobody wants him. He's worthless. So if you get 10 years out of one of these guys, it's frankly a miracle. If you get 12 to 15 years out of a guy, uh, it's from heaven. If you get Ben Roethlisberger 20 years or whatever the hell it was, uh, this guy, are you kidding me? And two Super Bowls? Uh, that's, that's all there is to it. Uh, Eli Manning, two Super Bowls. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter that they're 23 or 24. If I'm running a team, I'm like, can we possibly squeeze 10 years out of this kid? It's like a, it's like a pimple. Uh, can we squeeze the pimple for 10 years? That's what we need here. I need 10, 12 years. If I can get it. now, look, look at this guy. Love what they draft him. He's never played one minute. I mean, that guy, how old is he now? He's ripe. I can play him tomorrow. I'll get some mileage out of those tires. Let's go. I need 10 good years, Mike.
6: Yeah, that's all that you need, whether you're uh, 22 or 24. uh, You want to try to get 10 years out of them. Now, next year, you'll get the young guys. You know, you're going to get Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. They're all going to come out. They're all going to get picked one, two, and three. They're all going to be younger than these guys. It is what it is. Uh, Changes year to year. Uh, The USFL starts this weekend, as we have documented plenty uh, here on Coast to Coast. Uh, listen to how much these guys are getting paid, Scotty. Average salary, 45 k with a $4,500 weekly paycheck for the 10-game season tomorrow on Coast to Coast. All the lines uh, for the four games this weekend, which starts with the Generals in Birmingham on Saturday night, a big prime-time game.
4: If you're uh, bagging groceries or working at the hardware store or you're babysitting or you're dog walking or you're working down at the Dairy Queen, or you're pumping gas, or you're working at the factory, uh, and then someone comes along and says, I'll give you 45 grand to play football, uh, and then, and 4,500 a week for 10 weeks. I mean, that's gravy uh, for a guy that uh, has no chance to make the NFL and never got drafted, but still wants to play football. I don't know many guys. tie stick it take 45 grand to play in the usfl as fast as you can spit i don't frankly think it's that bad of a deal for what we're talking about here let's be uh honest and i think that that rate is is simply what they're worth i mean none of these guys matter so let's get real here that's a good paycheck at the end of the day
6: yeah i think that is pretty decent considering uh like you said 10 weeks uh they're just getting started we'll see how it goes this weekend the big kickoff saturday night the triple header on Easter Sunday for the USFL. How about a little hockey, hockey, uh, hockey now for you? Hockey, now, hockey, there hockey. was there was only three games last night because of that blizzard that went through Winnipeg uh, and canceled one of the games. I hope everybody's doing all right up at the igloo. Uh, but the Avalanche and the Kings, they did play. Wasn't much of a game. The Avs were up 4 nothing Nine minutes into the game, they end up routing The Kings 9-3. The final goal, Scotty. Finishing off the hat trick in style. Nathan McKinnon on TNT. And they've got two against Anaheim. They've got Chicago, Seattle, and Vancouver. Finish it off.
4: Murakowski, McKinnon. He scores! It's a Nathan McKinnon hat trick. Oh! i got to be honest with you. The thing that I was watching that game last night, I was thinking two things. One, uh, where's Elvis? Two, uh, what do you do with the speed of the avalanche? I mean, that, you know, the Penguins yeah. used to win uh, back-to-back Stanley Cups, uh, you know, with one of two things, same as the Islanders back in the day, four in a row, with it, one or two things, one, talent, or two, speed. Uh, and when you mix the two together, it's lights out. Back in the day, no one could skate with Yager when he first came into the league, and he had Lemieux playing with him. There's your Stanley Cups, and you get a good goalie in Barrasso. Then you go to uh, 09, they beat the Red Wings. Speed, they won it with speed. 16-17, talent and speed. Crosby, Malkin and speed, boom. And a good goalie, they had two of them, Flower and Murray. And I am telling you, Mike, you know it as well as I do, the Panthers and the Avalanche are the two most dangerous teams in the NHL. The Lightning are not the same team that won back-to-back Cups. They can barely win games anymore in the last month of the season here. But the Panthers and the Avalanche keep going out and cutting people's throats.
6: Uh, they certainly do, and those are the two best teams. Now, will we get them at the end? It would be a hell of a series if we did, uh, if we could get Colorado and Florida all the way there. But unfortunately, Scotty, you know this, uh, when it comes to the NHL, somebody usually screws that up uh, at some yeah. point. You know, getting yeah. the getting the two favorites all the way uh, to the finish line. Also, last night Rangers beat the Flyers four nothing. We've documented this. The Flyers absolutely suck. Uh, and the Blue Jackets beat the Canadians five to one. Beat down there. I wanted to give to you uh, the playoff matchups if the season were to end today. Only a couple of weeks left in the season here, Scotty. Let's take a look at what we have here. Those Colorado Avalanche they would face Dallas. Right now in the wild card spot in the first round, you would have Minnesota playing St. Louis, Calgary would face Nashville, Edmonton and L.A. would be the battle in uh, that one there on the eastern side. Carolina would face Boston. The Rangers would play Pittsburgh. Florida would play Washington, Toronto and Tampa Bay uh, in the other one in that division.
4: Well, just leave that up there for a second. Uh, Real quick. Dallas, their only hope of beating Colorado is, it's simple and I'm old school, it's violence. The only way to win the series is violence. They have to uh, stop them physically and hurt them and play dirty and slow it down and and play thug hockey. That's all there is. They have no chance in that series unless they hurt somebody. Uh, Minnesota is better than St. Louis. Calgary is better than Nashville. Edmonton's better in L.A. Without Drew Doughty, the Kings aren't winning anything, okay? And I don't care what anybody says. Carolina's better than Boston. The Rangers own the Penguins. Florida's going to kick the Capitals' ass. And I think that Toronto, Tampa, it's anybody's game. Because I don't actually think Tampa can stop Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. I think they have a shot to knock them out after two straight Stanley Cups. That's a dangerous way to make a living, boy, to bet on Toronto over the Lightning because the Lightning never lose, and Toronto always loses in the first round. And I got to tell you, my grapefruits are the size of beach balls to take the leads in that series. Beach balls I got right here, Carver. Hot.
6: Yes, indeed. Uh, I think that Tampa's going to have a very tough time going back and repeating. I don't think that they're going to because they're not the same team. They still have the Stars, But the reason why they won the last two years is they added all the grit and the sandpaper to those stars, and they had to get rid of those guys. That's the price of winning. Those guys want to get paid, so Yanni Gord goes to Seattle. All the other guys get traded off the team as well, Goudreau, et cetera. Now they still have the stars, don't have that third and fourth line anymore, don't have that third defensive pair. Wouldn't stun me if the Leafs did beat them in a first-round series. And the Uh, Kings uh, have to be careful.
4: Go ahead. I I was just gonna say three points up. Go ahead. Well, I I think the Kings are a good team, but not the same without Dowdy. Here's the one thing I will tell you, and now mafia doesn't want to hear it. I think the Rangers own the Penguins and can beat the Penguins without a doubt. But I will tell you this, I truly believe if the the Eastern Conference playoffs want to be at their peak at their best, I think it would be a, a better next second round moving forward if Pittsburgh were to beat the Rangers. I'm talking about against the teams that would be left against the Florida's. Let's say even Tampa, let's say Toronto uh, and Carolina. I'm telling you, uh, look, look what Carolina did to the Rangers the other night. It was easy work. And I think the penguins can beat Carolina. I think the penguins can skate with anybody, but they don't play well against the Rangers any more than they play well against the Islanders. They're like jinxed with these New York teams. It's unbelievable.
6: I would take the penguins as I've told you in a series against the rangers. Right now the kings have to be careful. They're only 3 points up on Vegas for that third place in that division. Vegas has two games in hand. We know they haven't played well, but the kings have been awful lately. Vegas could still catch them for that spot.
4: I mean, you're right and there's big games uh, you know, Friday night, Saturday, yes. Sunday. It's a huge weekend and time's running out on this. They're under 10 games.
2: Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
4: A lot of games tonight on the ice, Carver. Hi. Uh,
6: yes, we certainly do have a ton of games tonight. Let us start. With the Capitals, who will be in Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs tonight, Scotty. Minus 172 for the Leafs. Total six and a half.
4: Yeah, I don't see the Leafs playing bad again at home like they did the other night against Buffalo. I like Toronto here. And uh, I'll always give Ovechkin a, a shot. I, I might be interested in that uh, puck line going a half. Uh,
6: Boston hosts Ottawa tonight. The Bruins, Scotty, still have a chance. To jump Tampa for that third spot in the Atlantic, which actually would set up another first round matchup with the Toronto Maple Leafs. You talk about a team who wants nothing to do with Boston. They want Tampa over them. Bruins minus 310 tonight.
4: Well, I think uh, Boston rolls tonight. And then uh, at some point, you know, I know they got the Stanley Cup playoffs in front of them. But I think at the end of the year, I'm not going to be surprised at all if they move Bergeron and Marchand.
6: Uh, would not surprise me at all if at least one of those guys does go. St. Louis is in Buffalo tonight. Sabres have played very well to finish out the season. The Blues minus 215 road favorites.
4: Yeah, I still got to take the Blues here. Uh, they're a playoff team. They got to go in there and handle their business. I might buy that goal and a half uh, on the puck line.
6: The Islanders off a 5-4 win against the Penguins at the horse track the other night. Now go to the PPG, Penguins minus 170.
4: You know, you and I have talked about this, getting at uh, three points. Uh, it's not going to matter for the Islanders. The Penguins are the ones that need it. I say they get the win tonight.
6: Edmonton is in Nashville. Predators hanging on for a playoff spot right now in the West. Minus 118 for Nashville, minus 102 for Edmonton.
4: I think the Oilers' speed gives the Predators a problem tonight in uh, Bridgestone. I'm going to go Edmonton.
6: Uh, we have more when we come back, Scotty, including Vegas, as we mentioned, three points back of the Kings in the Pacific looking to catch them. They're in Calgary tonight. We've got that in a few other games. They
4: got their hands full tonight. They're going to have some problems up in Saddle They might want to go to Cowboys and get drunk.